Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the As I See It podcast here today with another episode of Barca Base. And of course, yes, we are here for the first leg of the semi-final of the Copa del Rey against Sevilla, the match taking place at the Ramon sanchez Pizjuan, Um, And we lost 2-0. Goals from Kunde and Rakitic. Disgraceful. I'm honestly, today, I don't know what it is. I'm just so angry. I'm so angry at seeing the exact same thing happen every single single time that we face a team in the latter stages of a competition we just don't come out to play from the beginning I just don't understand I don't understand uh, Samuel Titi is done at the club Junior Firpo is done at the club and Busquets is done at a, 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 as a starter for Barcelona it's as simple as that I'm sorry it's I'm sorry but it's a joke it's an absolute joke today I'm pissed I have to be fully honest with you I mean Ah, okay. Let's go straight into the lineups. Okay, um, Mark Andre Ter Stegen at, uh, in goal. Uh, no, no shock there. Neto not trusted with uh, babysitting Ronald Koeman's Ter Stegen in goal. Uh, Oscar Mingueza and. Samuel Titi um, as the centre-back partnership for today, which meant Junior Firpo was playing on the right and Jordi Alba on the left. Um, I think this has something to do with the fact that Ronald Koeman doesn't trust two left-footed centre-backs playing together for whatever reason. Um, when the only person he shouldn't trust is Titi. Joke. Joke. How is... Honestly, how... How? How is he still at the club? Midfield trio of exactly what we, what we expected: Busquets, De Jong, and Pedri, and an attacking trio again exactly what we expected: Lionel Messi, Ousmane Dembélé, and Antoine Griezmann. Hit with a little bit of an injury crisis, Barcelona. Uh, Pjanic unavailable uh, and injured. Uh, Dest unavailable, injured. Um, Braithwaite unavailable, injured. PK, um, Sergio Roberto. Uh, who else? Coutinho. Um, who else? I mean, Arajo, probably missing more. Quite a few players out injured. Uh, and when I look at this lineup, uh, one thing fills me with great uncertainty and great worry, and that is the man Umtiti in this team right now. Uh, I don't understand how he is entrusted in a big game. I'm just... I'm really struggling to put into words my anger because we've been building and we've felt like we've been building momentum. Um... You know, we've been the team spirit seems to be there. You know, our 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 encouragement for each other within the squad has been good. Our belief has been good. And then when we come up against a team, like all the teams that we've been beating, we should be beating, yeah. But we've been doing it in nice ways. You know, it's felt good. You know, Granada, we shouldn't we should be slapping them up. All right, Real Betis shouldn't be posing as much as a problem as they did. Sevilla, an actual good team. In the semi-finals. And Barcelona just bottle it again. First leg. First leg. Of course we have the second leg. But I don't know about you. Have you noticed this tendency with Barcelona? When it's a two-leg 
tight. We seem to play completely mediocre in the first leg and completely rely on the return leg at the Camp Nou. I've seen it countless times in the Champions League and whatever. I'm fed up I'm fed up with it. And I want to address something now as well. After the game, right? I don't give a shit who is on the opposition team. I don't care if it's your mate. I don't care if it's your family. I don't care who the hell it is. I never, ever, ever want to see Barcelona players hugging and laughing with opposition players after losing a goddamn game. Ever. Ever in my life do I want to see that. If you're going to do that, don't do it on the pitch. Yeah? Do it somewhere where the cameras aren't picking up. I do not want to see that shit. Okay? I don't want to see it. You've just lost two... You've just lost 2-0. Right? In the semi-final. Yeah? First leg of the semi-final. Our biggest chance at a trophy this season. And we've lost 2-0 and you're having a fucking laugh with the, with the players that have just dusted you up. Are you mad? Are you mad? Soft team. We're actually so soft. Oh, my God. It was a quite slow start to the game. Uh, the tempo was quite subdued and there wasn't much intensity by either side five minutes in. Uh, was it a semi-final? Didn't look like it. Did not look like it the first five minutes. Uh, it was actually a bit of a fucking joke. Every single time. Every single time. I'm just... Do you know what? Do you know what? Past the quarter stages of any competition, I'm just going to not watch any more of it because I'm fed up of seeing Barcelona act like they're playing a friendly against fucking... I don't know who. I'm fed up of it. I'm so fucking fed up of it. There was a massive chance for Lionel Messi 10 minutes in. Griezmann dinking the ball lovely over the uh, over the Sevilla back line, playing in Messi. But uh, it's, a, it's a bit of a soft shot by him, and in the end it's saved by Bono. It's actually a very, very good save by Bono. His outstretched uh, left leg saves it. Um, but it was a really big chance, and we should have capitalised, but we didn't. Uh, then we saw Kunde go close for Se- Sevilla. Yeah, that's right, Kunde, the, the centre-back for Sevilla, go close. As he kind of half shoots it, half crosses the ball, um, and it goes narrowly wide. Uh, then, then the pain, the agony began for Barcelona supporters, as we saw some of the most shambolic fucking defending I've ever seen in my fucking life. Barcelona are a joke. Defensively, a fucking joke. The way that we are set up is a joke. The way that we play defensively is a joke. If you honestly... Honestly, if you are Neymar, I know Neymar's just gone down injured in the game, so there's a possibility he may not play against Barca. Um, If you're Mbappe, if you're Neymar, if you're any striker with any kind of quality, and just pace, actually, pace will do, you're looking at that Barcelona back line and thinking, you fucking mugs, I'm going to walk this past you. You little fucking mug. You, oh my God. I'm so angry. I'm so angry. I'm so angry. Shambolic defending by Barcelona. Uh, defending by Barcelona. Umtiti just completely gets done by the centre-back. The centre-back. If that's what a severe centre-back's doing, imagine what a PSG forward is doing to you. Why was Umtiti starting over Longley? Longley hasn't been putting in great performances. Fair enough. But I'm sorry, he's not worse than Titi. Do me a favour. And Junior Firpo, man. How is he in the club? How? 
shambolic defend, defending, as I said. Umtiti just gets walked past. Um, and Kunde, the Sevilla centre-back, waltzes through our team and nets the opener. Uh, we haven't even got started. There was no intensity by Barcelona, no urgency in our play, and it was a flat, flat, flat performance from Barcelona so far. Uh, Umtiti, though, man, just... I don't even, like, I'm so angry with this guy. I'm so angry with him. He's not good enough. He is not good enough. We've stuck by him through injury, through thick and thin. He openly admitting to pre- admitted to pretty much sacrificing his career to go ahead and win the World Cup with France. If you want to do that, that's fine. But I'm sorry, you can't expect to be at one of the supposed world's top clubs for much longer after that. When we're just paying your medical bills and your sal- salary on top of that. Longley starts over Umtiti in every single moment of every single day, in every single year of my lifetime before Umtiti does. Uh, just. Uh, <sighs> there was so little movement as well from Barcelona. It was so slow. It was such a dead performance. It was so dead. There was no pressing. It, we had to liven up. It was just not good enough. We were clearly relying on the second leg. As I spoke about before, we seemed to be. We seem to love doing that. Um, And it was actually just boring to watch Barcelona play like this. No intensity. Listen, I understand the schedule has been immense. Uh, We've been playing pretty much every game away from home, uh, late at night, you know, on the road. uh, And we've had a lot of games. But do me a favor. Do me a favor. It's a semi-final. I don't get, this is what I was speaking about a few podcasts ago, right? If you have a bad game, you have a bad game. You know, that's life. That's the way it is, right? You you have a bad game, you're misplacing passes, whatever. But I don't want to see you not running. I don't want to see you not pressing. I don't want to see you not putting everything into a game that you can in terms of, you know, being involved. If you mess up a pass, you mess up a shot, you mess up a finish, you mess up a, whatever it is, it's fine. That, like, that's, that is football. But if you're not putting 100% uh, of your energy into the game, that's when I take severe issue with it. Because it's not good enough. And you shouldn't be getting paid to just walk around the fucking pitch for 90 minutes. Like, there's no movement off of the ball. So we end up playing it sideways and we play it backwards. Oh, so bad. So, so bad. The whole first half was just a joke, man. Busquets was struggling majorly. He's so damn slow. God damn. I could walk faster than he sprints, right? He was struggling big time, you know, he was so slow and he was constantly getting caught far upfield. I'm tired of saying the same thing with him. Stay back or stay out the team. It's not even his fault. Coman must be allowing him the luxury of going forward and playing as a goddamn number 10. We have no one in the box. No one in the box. And still, we're allowing Jordi Alba and Junior Firpo to essentially be wingers or actually a part of the midfield without having anyone supporting Umtiti in defense. This guy needs all the goddamn support he can get. There's no cutting edge for Barcelona. There was none. We were struggling to impose ourselves in the game. And Sevilla were just bossing us. Dembele was our most lively player. I appreciate you, Dembele. You know why? Because, all right, sometimes you misplaced passes. Sometimes you didn't get past your man. Your shots weren't amazing. But you know what? You, had, you put the energy in. 
You put the miles in. You put the run, the runs in. Yeah? That's all you can ask. So thank you, Dembele. Thank you. Explain to me. Explain to me. How Alish... Vid- explain to me, right? Just explain this to me. How Alish Vidal, right? Is looking like a goddamn world-class right-back against us. The guy that we sold, the guy we shouldn't even bought, we shouldn't have even bought him. The guy that we sold is, he's actually looking half decent. What the hell? This guy wouldn't get into a Prem top six side. Oh my God. He wasn't even deemed good enough for Sevilla. He was put out on loan. Yeah. Somehow he's back in the squad. Yeah. Then at the end of the first half, we saw uh, Tostegan, uh make a brilliant save. Uh, Mark Andre Tostegan, Tostegan Airlines continues to save our bacon time and time again. Um, and that was it for the first half. Dead, rubbish. Get out. Not good enough. Nowhere near. Where's the intensity? Where's the energy? I understand you might be tired. Kuman, if the players are tired, rotate the squad. I know we had a lot of injuries. I know. But I I just like put a put a couple of Barca B boys in there, especially the attackers that are gonna run. Yeah? Jordi Alba, bro, he must be like passing out when he gets home. He played virtually every game and he's <sighs> Coming into the second half, you know what? It was actually a lot better from Barcelona. Uh, Early on in the second half, we began to impose ourselves in the game a little more. We tried to keep possession, control the game a little more. And uh, the worrying thing was still Sevilla looked like the hungrier side. Uh, For the majority of the second half, we were the better team, though. And, uh, you know, you could say we deserved a goal. But ultimately, we weren't creating clear-cut goal-scoring opportunities. We just weren't. Yeah? And it seems to be like... In these big games against big opponents, we're just the less hungrier team. We seem the team that's less, that gives less of a shit about winning. Yeah? That's why I'm saying we're soft. Credit to Mtiti on one moment. He made a good interception while uh, I think it was Ennisiri who was in uh, our box looking to, to get a shot off. Uh, Mtiti made a good block but other than that it was atrocious um then we saw Messi bounding towards goal this was in the spell where we had uh more control in the game we were playing the better football we were the better team actually uh and Messi I think should slip in playing Griezmann but uh ultimately he doesn't he opts to lend it to Frankie Dion who lends it back to to Messi and he and he makes uh, a signature shot that is uh just comfortable goalkeeper height I really always want him to to get Put a bit more height on these shots, yeah? Put a bit more height on these shots. The, the ones that he tries to curl into uh, into the, the left-hand side of, of the goal. Put a bit more height on them. Make the keeper work a bit more. Don't make it an easy easy height for him. Then we saw a slap shot from Lionel Messi come... Uh, I think it was, resulted uh, after a corner. Um... And then we saw a foul on Jordi Alba, which 100% looked like it was in the box. The, con- the, the contact, sorry, continued into the box uh, on, the, on the Alba foul, but only a free kick awarded. I- I'm telling you, man, I- this referee does my goddamn head in. It really does my head in, like majorly does my goddamn head in seeing. Oh, God. Oh, my God. 
Um, yeah, um, we got the free kick. We did nothing from it. Um, standard. Um, and then, yeah, I ultimately thought we were the better team in the second half, but we just didn't create anything that was clear cut. No cutting edge within the 78 minutes of play. Um, and it took Coleman until the 84th minute to finally make a change. Do me a favor. Do me a favor. Are you happy with the 1-0 to Sevilla? Are you happy with it? Because if you are, don't make a change, right? Listen, I understand. Continue. We, were, we had a bit of momentum. I understand it. But also, Sevilla, I think, made five changes, yeah? Before we made one. Come on. Come on. They literally made all five changes before we even made one. So then the first change came for Barcelona. Ricky Puch uh, came in for Pedri and literally seconds later caught out on the counter. How have we not addressed that? How have we not addressed that? How many times do we need to be caught out on the counter, have zero cover for the back line before we actually do something about it? Was I just speaking about this in the previous podcast, even though we won the game? And it's Rakitic that scores. Making it 2-0, yeah? Time and time again, Barcelona caught in the counter-attack and we're apparently completely unable to learn from our mistakes and set up the team in a more appropriate way to be able to deal with counter-attacks because we're so susceptible, we're so get-outable, we're soft. As I said, Umtiti's done in this team. Junior's done in this team. Busquets is done as a starter. We just don't have any... Oh, my God. 89th minute, and we made our second change, you know, for that one minute of uh, impact. Trincao coming on for Umtiti. It took Umtiti... Uh, it took Komen, sorry, uh, 89 minutes to take Umtiti off. 89 minutes. I would have replaced him in the first. I wouldn't have started him, but I would have replaced him in the first. It's just shit, honestly. I mean, how many times have we seen Barcelona rely on the second leg... And use that as almost an excuse to just play mediocre in the first. I mean, I really seem like, I, I feel like we're doing this constantly. Honestly, today's, today's performance has really, really got me pissed because it's just not, I'm so fed up of seeing us bottle it in a big game. I'm just so, I'm so fed up of it. Like, you just expect it to be routine in a big game, in a semi-final, to come out looking hungry. But we came out looking like we'd, we're in a training match. Look, ultimately, yes, we have a thin squad. Yeah, I, I get that. Listen, we've played a lot of matches in a short space of time. Again, I get that. We've gone to extra time on numerous occasions recently. Again, I get that. It's just, it's just the fact that we seem to be falling in the in the biggest occasions and yes we have a second leg where we could potentially turn it around but it's going to be difficult it's going to be very difficult and seeing the same things time and time again happen like bottling it in the big moments still not fixing how susceptible we are on the counter attack yeah St <sighs> 
just so many things like this. It's just frustrating at this point. We should have had a penalty. I mean, there's, uh, there's no, it's hardly any point in even saying that. But how that Jordi Alba foul wasn't a penalty. There was also uh, a, a tackle on Frankie De Jong in the box where Kunde doesn't get any of the ball, and he does get a bit of uh, Frankie De Jong's leg. I think that's a penalty. Um, I haven't looked at, uh, watched it back. I just saw it in live time, and I think one replay. Um, but yeah. Listen, that's that's all I have to say. Listen, guys, that's going to be everything for today's podcast. I need to go and cool down. I probably shouldn't have even recorded this. I'm, I'm just pissed, uh, ultimately. Um, if you haven't already, go check out my Instagram uh, account, which is, is for this podcast run by myself. Uh, that's at Barca Base Official. But other than that, I've been your host, Gabriel Rodriguez, and I'll catch you in the next one. Peace.